0: Blessed be his holy name. Okay. Now that I'm going to show you in his word how much this service has been scriptural and in the will of God, you need to see it in the Bible for yourself. And there's another portion of your life that many of you, you're living in the world of lack. And I'll show you where the Lord will take care of that for you. Just for a few minutes now if you'll take your seat get your Bible all the people from the stage can go down take your seats blessed be his holy name thank God for his healing power all the way to your seat total victory blessed be the name of the Lord Thank you, Lord for healing thank you Jesus you see a service like this and it's exactly like the New Testament coming alive right in your face because you know that the Lord is so pleased and His presence comes and His anointing comes. And need to anoint the little children to pray. And besides that, that's the best way in the world to train little children. You train your children like this and let them help you. It won't be long until they'll be acting like you. That's what you want them to do if you pray for people. <clears throat> Not every time, but I just assume just about any time. Just have little children pray for me as anybody else. when well, many had children like that was on the stage? They have such simple minds that <clears throat> they haven't been talked out of it. They just believe God. But yeah. well, they will, they just believe the Lord. <clears throat> You're going to to be pleased what the Lord's done so far because it's totally scriptural what he's done tonight. But there's another part of your life that I want you to see. And the Lord reminded me sitting in there before he ever started. I don't know why God was reminding me so strong in that particular area. But it'll help you. Now, I used to work for 25 cents a day. I got a good start in life from the natural standpoint because I got a sales job going to colleges and universities when I was uh, 20, 22 years old. And in two years, I became the company's top salesman. They had several reps on the road. They made me, (coughs) the national sales manager quit, the corporation where I was working. I asked them to make me national sales manager, but they wouldn't do it. And I reminded them, I said, well, you said I was the top salesman in the company, yeah, you are, continuously all the time. But I worked all the time, summers and all, I'd work all the time. And so they made me a national sales manager just a few days, a few weeks after I'd asked them to, a few days really. So I worked seven years building a sales force. Took me seven years to hire and train forty-two salesmen. Well, by the time I got at the end of seven years, I was making about five thousand dollars a week. So in those days, thirty years ago, when you are making five thousand dollars a week, it don't take long to get what you want. New Cadillac, eight thousand dollars. Three-bedroom, two-bath brick home, fourteen, fifteen thousand so you make 5,000 a week it don't take long you buy a new home every two three weeks (laughs) every week and a half you can buy a new Cadillac so it don't take long to get what you want but the Lord came to visit me and they voted me uh, after a while I bought a lot of stock in the corporation and they voted me to the executive board in my late twenties I was an executive, come out of an executive meeting one night. At that time, we transferred. The manufacturing company was in Columbus, Ohio, on West Broad Street. My car was parked at the Ohio State Bank parking lot. I walked across the street and got in my car and began to drive down West Broad Street. I lived in Indianapolis at that time. There was the days before the interstate. You go down West Broad Street, hit old Highway 40, go through Springfield, Shelbyville, Indiana, in Indianapolis. I started driving down West Broad Street, <clears throat> started saying a little Baptist prayer. At that time I was attending the First Baptist Church, trying to be just as nice a fellow as I could be. I wanted to be a successful businessman I didn't care anything about being real wealthy, just a successful businessman, comfortable. I want to go to the First Baptist Church because I was raised as Baptist. Now the little, little Baptist church out in the country where I was raised, basically, they require things of you. They would they, require you to pray through. First Baptist didn't require anything. I just left to go to the First Baptist Church. They didn't require anything of me. I could go in there at 11 o'clock, Float in there and float out at 12, and nobody bother you. And so, I started saying a little prayer that night, and the Spirit of God came on me. I don't know how to explain it. It's like the wind began to blow around my car or something. The Lord came in my car, and I began to weep and weep and weep. Now, you have to understand this, people, when you're, if you ever get to be an executive in a corporation. Exec, executives have authority. And that's one thing executives don't do is cry. It's the people that works for them that cries. <laughs> but I'm telling you right now, when the Lord Jesus touches you, you'll cry. Or fall on the floor, or climb a tree, or anything else. Or praise his name, there's no shame. Blessed be his holy name. Then he stayed on me for an hour and a half. I cried for an hour and a half till I got to the city limits of Chevyville, Indiana. He wanted me to come and follow him. So I didn't know much about following him. Moved to Cleveland, Tennessee. Met a Pentecostal preacher. I didn't even know they were in the world. in one of my restaurants one day that I had for an investment. The Lord said, I want you to talk to him. So I talked to him. Take him over to my office and talk to him. I told him my story and he says, well, Norval, I, I says, now pastor, let me ask you a question. Do you have any earthly idea of what God wants of me? I don't know what God wants of me. I pray he comes and He comes and blesses me two, three times a week real strong. But I don't know what he wants. He said, Well, I don't know what he wants either, but I can tell you how to find out. He said, I can tell anybody how to find out what God wants to do with them. I can tell anybody how to find out through ministry. And I said, You can? He said, Oh yeah. Normal, all you have to do to find out what God wants you to do and let God develop you, you have to get involved in the ministry of helps. Helps is installed in the church by God Himself. You know, the Lord God Himself, the Bible says in uh, 12th chapter of 1 Corinthians verse 28, that God sets some in the church, first apostles, the prophets, thirdly teachers, after that miracles, After that gifts of healings. After that helps. After that governments. After that diversity of tongues. God set them in the church. I said, well, what do you mean, little things? He says, well, did you ever feed the poor? And I said, no. I went to the First Baptist Church. I said, i never fed the poor. He says, well, <clears throat> did you ever help little children? I said, homeless children. I said, no. I said, well, do you do all these things, Pastor? He said, oh, yeah, I do them. I said, you do them all the time? He says, every day of my life. I said, well, I don't know how. How do you feed the poor? You go to the store and buy some food and put it in your car and drive around, try to find a house that looks poor and go out and knock on the door and say, are you poor? I said, how can you do that? I used to know a man that drove an A-model and wore overhauls that was rich. How can you judge before somebody lives, or what kind of car they drive, if they're poor or not? I oh, said I know where they all live Brother the novel I said well, I don't know how to do it I said uh, I want to please the Lord he says well I can tell you you or anybody else you will please the Lord when you help people that's in need I said oh really he said yeah oh sure God finds favor with you brother novel when you feed the poor the Bible says God finds favor with you when you help train little children God finds favor with you when you witness for him and pray for people and help the church you go to and help your pastor and help the Lord. He says, and always, whatever church you go to, Brother Norville, he says, always work under your pastor. You hear me? Always work under your pastor. If you feel like the Lord's given you some kind of a special ministry, you need it approved by your church before you go out in public and start doing it i'm not talking about praying for sinners that's already approved you know what i mean or come upon a sick person you have a right to lay hands upon on them but just make sure that you don't try to operate as a rebel as long as you go to a church your ministry needs to be approved of out of the church and everybody with a public, anybody with a, any kind of a ministry should go you should go to church if you don't have a ministry you should go to church and that church should approve of your ministry And so and i was getting along pretty good and uh, i was being blessed some and i was making some progress then one day the lord told me he said son the church is sadly lacking in my sight i said i don't know what you mean lord i'm not that intelligent i don't know what you mean I've been to Methodist churches and Baptist churches and Pentecostal churches and different ones, and I said, "I think they all love you." Myself, I said they look like they do. Why would they come to church if they didn't love you? If they do love me, they they basically love me. My children basically love me. Son, he says, but they don't. They live beneath their means. They they don't let me bless them enough. I want to bless my children so much, and he says, "Now they ro- they rob themselves of my benefits and of my blessing." They rob themselves and live leanness of soul because they don't worship me enough. They go to church and have church programs. He said, "I can, I can help them a little bit like that." He said, "But I want to." He says, "He said, son, the human race is made. Any human being of the whole human race, they are made to worship God. You were born to worship God. Did you know that? You were born." To bow on your knees and be free to worship the Lord Jesus Christ to worship God and you so rob yourself when you don't do it and it don't cost anything to worship God nothing to worship the Lord that was amazing to me how this afternoon I knew what he wanted me to do and uh, <laughs> and I raised up a few minutes ago after the Lord touched me and the are all full of people worshiping him I said, glory to God forevermore. (laughs) I said, that looks like my altar call over in the motel room I saw. Nothing like the Holy Ghost beating you to your sermon and having his own altar call. (laughs) Blessed be the name of the Lord. Just while you're getting blessed, blessed be his holy name. Then the Lord said to me, son, you don't, he said, uh, uh, you're not so hot yourself. I said, you neither do you. I said, neither do I do what? He said, you don't wash it me enough yourself. I said, <laughs> well, how would I get involved in all this stuff, Lord? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just riding along in my car, trying to be a nice fellow. Well, I want to bless you more. I said, bless me more? Lord have mercy you blessed me so much now Lord. I can not understand it you blessed me so much now I'm ashamed of it I said people go to church don't get blessed very much and I said I'm going I'm, I'm attending a little Pentecostal church Lord and I'm driving these Cadillac cars and wearing these tailor-made suits and, and you're blessing me so much I can't understand it I said I, I feel ashamed to go, to go in the place and I said they they don't get blessed very much financially Jesus he said they don't worship me enough well he said neither do you if you if you spend more time worshiping me wash worship me in your house he says I'll bless you more I said oh tell me about it so I just started well I don't know about people he said what I do see what you do in secret I'll reward you openly so then Then, Ellen, I started worshiping the Lord, rather than just go to church and enjoy song services and enjoy preaching, enjoy sermons, I started worshiping the Lord. Myself, I said, well, I don't know about the church, Lord, I don't control the church, and I don't control human beings, but I'll just start worshiping you myself. So I started worshiping God myself, and when I started worshiping God myself in my office, you say, you worship God in your office? Yeah. At my home? In my bedroom, in my living room, in the den? You worship the Lord? Oh, you tell me about it. And I worship the Lord and I make sure I worship the Lord quite a bit by myself and nobody can see me. He told me, He says, Well, what I see you do in a secret, I will reward you openly. Now the Lord shared this with me, I was not a billionaire. I was Kind of well off. I could buy my groceries, all right. Buy things, anything on anyone basic but I wasn't. But I started spending time worshiping the Lord, and the Lord would come to my house. Glory to God forevermore, and start showing me things. And I says, dear me, dear me. And I says, dear God. I asked him one time I says, Lord, why did you bless me with a quarter of a million dollars this morning for He says, because you passed my test. I said, pass your test? What did I do? He said, well, you helped a woman get out of adultery. She calls you on the phone and got this deal for you, so you make a quarter of a million dollars. I said, oh yeah, that's right, she did. I said, she did, Lord, she did. He said, "Uh uh-huh. He said, "Uh uh-huh. He said, you sowed you showed concern to her, and you showed love to her, and you showed her that you cared. He said, and that's the way it works. Whatever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. And I said, oh, my Lord, Jesus. And I started doing it. And now then, see, that I've learned, I, I just had to I, I just slowly learn it, step by step by step. Now then, that I have no shame in me, and I spend more time, and I could worship up the Lord in my hotel room, I could wash the Lord at home. the Lord in church and praise His wonderful, blessed Holy Name. Now, I've been a multimillionaire for years. Now You're not ready for this. I make over a million dollars a year. But I give over a million dollars a year to, to the ministry. I probably don't keep any more than you do. Why? Well, because I'm a bachelor and I'm not to spend thrift and I don't throw away money. I just have to use it for the Lord. But it's the easiest thing in the world for me to do is to make another billion dollars. And I'm a school dropout, people. I don't even supposed to have any sense. You say, Brother Noble, is that in the Bible? Oh, I'm going to show it to you. You'll be glad you came tonight. I guarantee you'll be glad you came. Because that's an area of people's lives, something, not everybody, but that's an area of a lot of people's lives that the devil just totally beats them over the top of the head and robs them all the time of their finances. You understand? People that take up offerings for me, churches take up offerings for me, I told Rod this morning, I thanked him for the offering this morning when we had lunch. I said, Rod, you didn't have to do that. I said, but I thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, he says, Oh, Brother Noble, I so appreciate you coming here. To, we're going to take you, take you a ministry. I love your ministry, Brother Noble. We're going to take you another offering tonight. I said, well You don't have to, Rod. He said, Oh, yeah, but I want my church to be blessed. He said, I don't know what you do, the uh, little babies you save in the unwed mothers' homes and feed them poor people and stuff. He said, I want my church to bless you, Brother Noble. I said, Well, well, I said, y'all, bless me all right, that's for sure. If I want to get blessed, I just come to come to this church, I, I sure get blessed. You know, you, I, I come to this church, and if I don't watch myself, I'll be getting to think I'm something. <laughs> oh, well, the Lord's taught me better than that, you know. he's it wasn't for Him, I'd be a misfit. And I know that. So I want to read you some scripture before we... Close the service now I want to read what happened to you and I also want to show you but but it's the same thing it's the same thing what you've already done but I want to show you what God said and I want to help you with your finances glory to God forever so turn with me please quickly to the book of Psalms chapter 111 Now now we're going to church you understand we'll go to church first And we're gonna we're gonna find out how glorious the works of God are if you come here you ought to know that you've seen this church build up and then the Lord gonna take you back to your house and give you some instructions to check up on you see what you do at your house for six days rather than just in church on a Sunday and if I can get you to obey God all six days and obey God in your house uh, you'll be like me you'll be just like me You'll be saying, God, why, Lord, why do you bless me so much, Lord? Why do you bless me so much? I appreciate you blessing me, Lord. Blessed God. He said, son, as long as you keep helping people like you're doing, I will always bless you with great rewards. He said, because you can't give somebody a cup of cold water without me giving you a reward for it. He said, Son, I am a God that's full of rewards. I said, Oh my Lord Jesus, let me help somebody else. Glory to God. <laughs> Lord, let, let them take up another offering so I can put something in it myself. My God, I got delivered from offerings a long time ago. When offerings come by. Sometimes I go to churches and put more in an offering than they give me. It's hard to do that here though, because I don't care that much. You people give a lot. And I don't carry that much in my pocket, but sometimes I go to churches to help them. And the Lord said, told me to do a certain thing, but I like to put money in every offer your passes by me. I like to sow seed. Ken Copeland learned that when he first got saved, he had no money. You know, when Ken first got saved, he was a fat nightclub singer. <laughs> he was like Mr. Pudgy Wudgy. Well, he weighed 285 pounds, no, he's not very tall anyway. He's not what you call a tall man, just kind of medium tight. He weighed 285 pounds and sang songs in nightclubs. He got saved. I said, Ken, how come you were so fat? He says, 285 pounds. I said, boy, you were round. And you said, oh, Norval, I was like this. I I I I was a little round man. He said, "Norville, I always like homemade bread so much. I'd go in a bakery where they'd bake homemade bread hot, and I'd go buy me a stick of butter, one whole stick. And I'd buy a whole loaf of hot bread, I'd take a knife in the bakery, I'd cut it down the middle and put the whole stick in there, and let it, let it, let it melt. He said, and I love homemade bread so much, I'd eat the whole loaf. <laughs> stick of butter and all. Best stuff I ever tasted. That's the says I don't hardly eat no bread now because he says I'm 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 like an alcoholic for bread. I have to lay off of it though. That's the reason he's slim now. He's skinny now. You know he's skinny. So he forgot about the butter, I guess, bread too. <laughs> First gospel meeting kid ever went to, he didn't have no money when they passed the offering plate, and he had a fountain pen. He didn't have no money. was broke. He put the fountain pen in the offering. See, he didn't have no money, so he, he put the fountain pen in the offering plate. And he said, uh, "About about 10 rows back. Some woman, I don't know a bit more nor from nothing, he said, some woman pecked me on the shoulder and said, Here, son, the Lord told me to give you this. Gave him $20. He said, now that I got something to give to God, I got something to give to God, he jumped up and caught, went back, caught the offering, man. He said, take this twenty dollars and give me my pen back. Well, I can tell you how God's blessed him. <clears throat> me and Benny Hinn and Reinhardt Bunker was holding a meeting in South Africa. That was quite a meeting. And he said, "Reinhard, come to me one night after he says, Brother Norville, you've worked with Ken, had you? And I said, Yeah, he said, you know he's you know he's something else. I said, Oh, I know he is. Eh, God in heaven. I said, tell me about it. I said, I'll go speak for him one of his here I, I said, he'll send me a $15,000 royalty. Check this off of my tapes. I said, I'll go speak for him. He may give you it. No, no telling what he'll give you. It's, it's staggering how God blesses him. He said, well, you know what he did for me? My tent blew down. My tent, she's 35,000 people blew down, tore it all to pieces. He said, I just received a check from him like this week. For eight hundred thousand dollars to replace my tent. A couple of days later, he come up to me again. He says, "You know, Brother Norval." He said, "I got a telegram from Kim Copeland." I said, "You did?" He said "He said he told me to telegram. If you need more money now to get your tent started back, so you can win those souls in Africa and Germany, if you need more money to get your tent started back, let me know and I'll send it to you." I said, "Well, no wonder God blesses him so much." Blessed be the name of the Lord forevermore. Thank you, Jesus. Lester says novel, he says, when I first started this hunger feeding ministry, he said, I got a check from Ken Copeland for, I think he said two hundred and eighty-five thousand dollars. I says, Oh brother. Now Lester, that'll buy a lot of bread. (laughs) You can buy you can buy a lot of cornflakes with that or whatever you want. Take them to Russia or any place else blessed be the name of the Lord Psalms 111 praise ye the Lord now let's go to let's go to church the kind of church that God wants you to go to praise ye the Lord I will praise the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation well if you come here you will you say brother novel I go to a church where they don't praise the Lord in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation well, you got to go someplace else, because God said you want to go to you want to go to a church where you could learn how to praise the Lord, the benefits of it, and you want to see the benefits in a few minutes. Praising the Lord in the assembly of the upright in the congregation. Now, this is what God thinks about His church. He wants you to think the, same, think the same thing about His church and His work. Verse two: The works of the Lord are great. sought out of all them that have pleasure therein. You start working for God and I guarantee you'll have pleasure in the works of the Lord Amen. verse 3 his work is honorable and glorious and his righteousness endureth forever he hath made his wonderful works to be remembered listen to me church the little children come up here to, to help me then they never will forget that some of them the spirit of the Lord came up on and they were praying for those children, weeping, weeping, tears streaming under their eyes. That little girl that I walked around here with, the little teeny girls, one of them was about this high, praying for her with their little hands up on her and the Lord was healing her and them little girls was praying for her, the tears streaming under their cheeks like this. Sweetest thing in the world. To see little children, pray for the little children, and the Spirit of God on both of them. Now, brother, you talk about sweet. That's the sweetest thing I ever seen in my life. But if you train them up that way, they'll be the same way. You say, Brother Norwell, if you do that to my children, will they be like you? Yeah, they will. Won't that be awful? Be like me. Mr. Summer Alvin Frank and Steve and Red was growing up. I'd go to his church and hold seminars. And he says, well, every time, not part of the time, every time. I went one time and held him a week's meeting. I must have laid hands on those boys. I don't know how many times. At the end, I was in his office, and he was talking to him on the day I was leaving. He says, Brother Norville, don't leave. Don't leave. Let me go round up my sons. Don't you lay hands on them one more time. I thought, I've laid hands on them. I don't know how many times already this week. He brings them in there, sends them in line. He says, I want you to lay hands on all three of these boys. I'd lay hands on them in Jesus' name. Then they'd leave the office. And then, then, then of he knew he, he, he more about it than I did. He said, Norval, you know why I want you to lay hands on them? I like the work that God's done in your spirit. I want my sons to be stronger. I want all three of my sons to be strong in God, strong in God. He told me, he says, "I like, I like the work the Spirit's done in your spirit, novel I like your spirit. I want my sons to have all they can get like that." I laid hands on his sons. He was only hands on my sons. So important, people! feel you have your children prayed for? Oh yeah, prayed for. Spirit of God comes on you at home if you're praying. If you're praying at home and the Spirit of God comes on you, you ought to get up. When, when God gets through it, it gets time, get up, get up and go lay your hands on all of your children while the Spirit of God is on you. Blessed. Why? Because look what he says in verse 3 again. His work is honorable and glorious. It's glorious, I'm telling you. And his righteousness endureth forever. He hath made his wonderful works to be remembered and your children will never forget it. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. God wants you full of the same kind of compassion. He hath given meat unto them that fear Him. Now that word "fear," there. Look at that word "fear." Okay, real quick, like I'll explain that to you. That sounds funny, you know. He hath given meat to them that fear Him. You mean you have to you have to be afraid of God to get some meat? Well, King James, when he when this, I got a King James version. When King James translated the Bible, not all of them, but some places where it had. Worship, he removed that word, and put fear or feareth. So this is the way the original Bible was written that the Holy Ghost wrote. The original Hebrew Bible that the Holy Ghost wrote himself. You understand what I'm saying, to you? Okay. He hath given meat unto them that worship him. He will never be mindful of his covenant. He hath showed his people the power of his works, that he may be be give them the heritage of the heathen. Drop down to chapter one twelve. Take your pen now. I do this real quick for you, but you need this real bad. Take your pen, the piece of paper. Put on one, two, three. When God works in perfection, it's always three. Seven is God's spiritual number, and three is God's perfection number. And God has a perfect verse for living and being successful right here. In your body with health, in your pocketbook with money. Do you get that? You won't hear it preach very long, but it's in the Bible anyway. Three things you need to do so God can bless you financially, heal you, and save all your children from hell. None of your children will ever go to hell. Oh, really? Oh, I'm telling you. All right, those three things. One of them is praise. One of them is worship. And one of them is Bible. Praise the name of Jesus with your mouth. Worship him from the depths of your heart, the depths of your being, way down deep inside of your spirit. And then make sure you read the Bible out loud sometimes to yourself. Read the Bible. Obey his commandments. Read the Bible so you have a foundation to stand on. You understand all right Psalms 112 verse 1 please God says if a man or a woman does this look, look what he says if you praise you the Lord God said blessed is the man that worships the Lord well, it says feareth, but it's supposed to be worship blessed is the man that worships the Lord in other words blessed is the man that delighteth greatly in his commandments meaning the Bible praise worship commandments meaning his word commandments comes out of his word commandments comes out of his mouth he wants to worship and praise come out of your mouth now if you do those three things parents listen to me closely if you do those three things continually a lifestyle verse 2 makes you this promise your children will never go to hell and they'll amount to something verse 2 His seed, a man that does those three things, the Bible says his seed, not somebody else, but his seed, meaning his children. His seed shall be mighty upon earth. Now, think about that, people. God says he will make your children, your seed, mighty upon earth. His seed shall be mighty upon earth, the generation of the upright shall be blessed. The generation of the upright shall be blessed you are not ready for this but I want you to eat it I want you to chew it I want you to swallow it I want you to thank God all the way home for it if you do those three things the top verse 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 1 in chapter 112 of the book of Psalms praise the Lord Jesus with your mouth worship him from the depths of your heart and with your mouth, and speak out the word of God. Read the God, read the Bible with your eyes. Speak the words out of your mouth. Let God's word go in your brain, go into your spirit, so you can think straight. Now, if you do those three things continually, this is what God says He'll do for you. He says He'll come to your house, and He's the verse three. He says, wealth and riches shall be in His house. Uh-huh. Now look at me, people. I'm not any smarter than you are. Now you can see why the Lord gets all the credit. You can see why that me being a school dropout and an ex-pool hustler. Why? I've been a multi-millionaire, double over again for a long time. But I never had it. I never got it from God either until I started spending some time worshiping Him. In my office, in my house, it's easy to do what the church does when you're sitting there on Sunday. But you're going to walk out these doors in a few minutes. What are you gonna do with Jesus, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday? What are you gonna do with him? Oh, I'm gonna love him, Brother Norville. Well how that don't mean much to tell me you're gonna love him. How are you gonna love him? Well, I'm just gonna I'm gonna to try to help some people so I can be a blessing. Well, that's good. He loves that, brother. He'll give you rewards for that. I'm gonna give the church some of my money that I make. Bless God for that. He'll increase your income too if you do it. He will bless you. Well, I'm gonna spend some time every day, or at least three or four times a week, by the novel. I'm just gonna get by myself. Worship God with my family, argue by myself, and I'm gonna worship the Lord by myself, where nobody can see me. I get no glory where nobody can see me except God. Well, now I've got news for you because I am a living perfect example. If you start that and you're going to do it continually and you're going to worship the Lord God almighty and you're going to praise his name with your mouth at your house. Well, you just might as well look out, the Lord God almighty that made you is going to come and visit you at your house. You understand that? And he is going to get on your children. Uh, And he is going to make your children great. And he is going. Now, only if you can stand it. Now, if it causes you to backslide, forget it, he's not going to do it. If you stand to have money, if you stand to handle it, if you can handle it, he's going to bring wealth and riches at your house and lay them at your feet. Well, what does that mean? Well, I'm living proof, brother. When he does it, sometimes it may, but sometimes you don't even have to work for it. He'll just show you how to do it, and you go do it. He'll show you what kind of property invest in. He'll show you this right here. He'll show you that. I've had him make me over a million dollars and never work one day. Ned, that wild People, I used to work hard, 8 and 10 and 12 and hot, sweaty hours a day for 25 cents when I was a kid. Because little kids, when I was growing up, didn't have no spending money much. You know what I mean? Because your daddies only made 50 cents a day. Grown people. And I'd work for 25 cents a day. That's what they paid kids. But in 25 cents, 25 cents, in those days, I could. Are you kidding me? For twenty-five cents, I could. I could. I could buy me two hamburgers and a coke and go see Gene Autry. If Gene Autry wasn't on, I'd go see Roy Rogers. In those days, little boys like to go see western movies that's when all the Cowboys was famous you know what I mean <laughs> but you got to you can go, you can go see a Western movie for nine cents everything was a nickel hamburger was a nickel Cokes was a nickel Hershey bars a nickel everything was a nickel if you bought something that was a dime well you get now for a dime you get a, a double a double dip ice cream cone with a third one on top <laughs> for a dime In those days, my favorite candy—probably my, my, my favorite candy—was chocolate-covered peanuts. I still like them real well. <laughs> recess at school, I'd work. And there's a, a recess at school, I'd go to, some days. I, and I would do it every day, but some days, I'd go, through, I'd go down to the store. And they had this candy counter at the store. You get it by a dime's worth of chocolate-covered peanuts. that is they little—you know lose little white sacks, little white candy sacks like this right here. They take a little dipper. And if you bought a dime's worth, they would fill it full, totally full, of chocolate-covered peanuts for a dime. I'm walking through the shop and so, like, this past week with a pastor. We passed them, you know, and I said, "Oh, they got chocolate-covered peanuts." He says, "You like them, noble?" I said, "Oh, tell me about it." He ran over. He, he ran over there and bought me some. looked like it's about uh, maybe a half a pound, or fourth about about this much in a sack. Because that's plenty enough for three or four people. There's much of a bunch of little sack, you know. And so I asked him later, he, said, he paid $3 for them. <laughs> $3? And boy, stuff's gone up a lot, hasn't it? <laughs> I used to pay a dime for a sack full, A dime. Ten cents. But you can only get the ten cents. That was trouble in those days. We're going to get the ten cents. Blessed be the name of the Lord forever. But you don't have to worry about it, honey. I don't care if you. Because you're pleasing the Lord if you'll make up your mind that you will become not just a follower not just love him not just come to church not just tithe but if you'll make up your mind that you will bow on your knees and begin to worship the Lord and make it an everyday thing or at least like I told you at least two or three or four times a week get alone in your room and just tell God how much you love him and just worship him don't just tell him how much you love him with your mouth worship him and praise his name praise the name of Jesus Lord I just want to take a little while and praise you today because that I love you and I worship you Lord and I praise thy wonderful name I praise you Jesus I worship You, Lord I praise thy wonderful name in the old church not the real old church but the other church the real old one was a little teeny Baptist Church up here in the cornfield you know where that one was at but the other church the first one rod built I was the first man to come and hold him a seminar when he first the first night we had 1300 people wouldn't he? he said my god this is the biggest crowd we've ever had in the church we had 1300 and some people that night when he first opened up that new church then he invited me to come back and help him in a camp meeting well I never will forget this as so long as I live I got over here and I was in the hotel room and I woke up that morning. I was going to speak for Rod that night. And I'd come in the day before. Woke up that morning and I just got and I just started watch when I woke up I just started worshiping the Lord. I worship him and praise him. Oh, I worship the Lord. And I just felt so good in my spirit. And so I just kept up. I just didn't want to stop. I didn't know, you know, I got caught up in the Lord. And I worshiped God five hours that day. Five hours. Lord have mercy. When I went to church that night, opened up my mouth. Lord God Almighty, the Holy Ghost rose up in me as soon as I started. The anointing was on me so strong. After service, Rod sitting down there, he says, "Novel, I don't know how you ever. I, I don't even know how you stood up." He said, "The anointing of God was on you so strong from the time you started until you finished." I said, "I know it." I said, "It was." But see, I watched the Lord five hours that day. I mean, you start worshipping God five hours in a day, and I'm telling you right now people that heaven will come down and kiss you. <laughs> now but I think about someone I said that, and the Lord will to remind you, you do it continually and let God watch you for a while, you'll come down and kiss your pocketbook too. You understand that? See that God wants the part of your life that you have to do in suffering in because God hates suffering. And he don't want, and he hates lack because he's totally loaded with plenty. And he don't want any of his children living in the world of lack. God hates lack. There's three things that God hates the worst of. Sin, first of all. Diseases, because they make you suffer. And then poverty. Because sin separates you from him. Diseases cause you have to spend all of your money on doctors and nurses and medicine and everything, you know. And besides, they make you with pain and make you suffer. And God don't like anything that makes you suffer because he's made you in his image and he loves you so much. And he's so wealthy. Heaven is so wealthy. So wealthy. So wealthy. Heaven is so wealthy. Full of diamonds. Rubies. I mean, diamonds as big as you are. It's amazing. When you get to heaven, if you work down here for God, your mansion will be built out of things, you know, like diamond doorknobs and walls of jasper and ruby floors. Your mansion will be worth more money than Columbus, Ohio. You understand that? God don't your, your sidewalk would be pure gold God don't have any blacktop sidewalks he don't even believe is isn't that strange he don't even believe in he don't even believe in asphalt sidewalks he only believes in gold sidewalks makes all the streets and sidewalks out of gold blessed be God forevermore you understand that can you see no no wonder God says God thanks higher than a man as the heavens are from the earth. You know, he thanks. God thanks heaven, health, joy, peace, wealth, contentment, patience, understanding, wisdom, knowledge. That's the way God thanks. And you and me think uh, sometimes, how did I ever get like this? I'm trying to pay my bills, and I'm sick, and I'm trying to do this. And I'm, How do I ever get like this? Well, one of the reasons you got like that because you haven't been worshiping God enough. But I want you to take what you learn and go home with it, and I want you to do it all the time, all the time, all the time. Next time I come back, I want you to look at me and I want you to look at me and grin. You kind of shake your pocketbook and say, "Praise the Lord, brother Noble." Praise the Lord. <laughs> praise the Lord, brother Noble. Praise the Lord. It's coming, it's coming along, but the novel coming along. <laughs> All right, and before before we close the service tonight, I'm going to read those two, three, three verses to you one more time. I want you to be sure and take them home with you. I'm just going to read them to you. <clears throat> God said to you, If if you will, praise you the Lord. Blessed is the man that worships the Lord. And you see right there what he said. Blessed are you if you worship God. And delighteth greatly in his commandments. His seed shall be mighty upon earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Wealth and riches shall be in his house, and his righteousness endureth forever. I'll read the second verse right there then. His seed shall be mighty upon earth. Ellen, you never have to wonder where Rob was at, at night, did you? See what I mean? He told me his mother took him to church ever since he was big enough, everything. Took him to church all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time. Brother, you respect God and honor his work. I'm telling you right now, it's amazing what God will do for you. His seed shall be mighty upon earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Wealth and riches shall be in his house and his righteousness endureth forever. Blessed be his holy name. Would you please bow your heads? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. If you're in this building tonight, and you don't know if you died or tonight, you'd go to heaven or not. You've seen some things go on here tonight, but you may feel like you're 10,000 miles away from God. You are not pleased with the relationship you have with the Lord but I want I want to make a stand tonight I want to change if God does the things that I've seen tonight for people I want you to come and stand right here in front of me let him come and be blessed come and get saved come and be blessed join this boy here tonight I need to come to the Lord tonight I need some help just listen to me closely brother Norville I need help from God oh you do get up out of your seat come down here right now anywhere in the building anywhere in the building if you're lost or if you seem like you're a long ways from God just know that you need help from God why don't you get up out of your seat and come down here and stand here right now all we're going to do is say a little prayer with you get you to believe God say our prayer with you they can take you and teach you some things they probably have some gifts for you anybody else in the building anywhere anywhere in the building please come come quickly I've got to have help from God if you're sad if you're lonely God hates sadness and he hates loneliness because he is a blessed heaven is blessed with abundance of joy and peace and he'd like for you to have it if you're living a sad and lonely life get up out of your seat and come down here God don't want you to be lonely or sad he's full of life and full of power and full of compassion and full of joy and he'll reach out to you my brother and sister anybody at all come now and come quickly Come now and come quickly. Thank you, Lord. Now see that that lady right there in the blue. Now now, now watch her. Before she ever got down here, the Spirit of God was all over her. So the Spirit of God came up on her and she started walking. Now just watch this. The Spirit of God came on all over her. See, I don't have what you need, people. But Jesus does the church has what you need I mean when the Lord works through the church because his work is honorable and glorious his work is honorable and glorious blessed be the name of the Lord forever you make one step towards God he'll make about two towards you and do it by faith The Bible says, explains to you in so many words, come to a God that you can't see, but you have faith in. And when you do it, he'll reach out and put his arms around you. Because his compassion is from everlasting to everlasting. If you're searching for glory and peace and happiness, because he's got it. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. People, I wasn't real happy when I was an executive in the world. When the Lord came in my car that night when he left, I was totally happy, full of peace, and full of joy. You can have all the world's goods and not be happy. Blessed be the name of the Lord. What you see before your eyes tonight is what the church is all about. That's what the church is all about. You understand me? Healing, miracles, financial blessings, all of them. They're side benefits. They're all benefits. You don't have to be healthy to go to heaven. You have to be saved. You have to have no money to go to heaven. It's only a side benefit. It's a promise to you. You can have health, but you don't have, to, you don't have to be healthy to go to heaven. But if you stay safe stay close to the Lord, you'll go to heaven when you die. God's main thing with you, any human being, is a relationship. He wants a relationship with you. He wants a relationship with you. That's what he's working on right now, to remove sin and loneliness and sadness out of people's lives and restore it with joy, 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 joy. Everybody right there that's in the altar Repeat after me these words. Say, Heavenly Father, I've come to this altar for help. I need help. Jesus, I believe in you, and I believe in your truth. So tonight, I ask you, Jesus, please forgive me of all sin. Anything I've done, anything I've said, that's not pleasing in the sight of God. Jesus, you paid the price. Please forgive me for it. You shed your blood that I might be washed clean and white as snow. Forgive me, Jesus, and wash me clean and white as snow. By faith, I receive forgiveness. I believe your truth, Lord. I and I pray, I pray the Holy Spirit will come in me and live in me and, in me. and teach me the ways, and teach the ways of God and make me strong. Make me strong. I, love you, I love you, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. I'll make you promised I will never worship any other God. The Bible says. Lift up holy hands to heaven right now all of you in the altar just keep on your knees but raise your hands lift up holy hands to heaven and say Jesus I will worship you all the days of my life and I'll never have no other gods before you everybody in everybody the altar say Jesus I believe that you are the true and living God, God. And there is no other. There is in Jesus' name. There is Jesus. Thank, you, Lord, Thank you, Lord. For saving me. By faith. I receive, I receive total forgiveness. In Jesus' name, Jesus. I am free, I am free, from, free all from all bondage. Say Satan. Satan. I, am you, I am finished with you. And I bind you, I bind you. and command you. Get away, from my life. Get away from my life. I resist you. I resist you. And I command you. I command you. Go, from me. go from me. I'm through with you. I'm, through with you. I'm not going to listen to you. I love Jesus. I, love Jesus. I, want, peace I want peace and joy and, joy and patience, and, patience and, contentment and contentment that only God can give. Only God can give. I love you, Jesus. I love Jesus. Now raise your hands and praise him a little bit. And thank Him. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Allah Bokosota Malakece. Blessed be the name of the Lord forever. Allah Bokosota Bahala. Allah just let the Lord bless you, honey. Yes. Let the Lord bless you. Just let the Lord bless you. Come on. Let the Lord bless you. Let the Lord bless you. You hold, her, you hold her that side, I'll hold her this side. Let the Lord bless you, honey. That's all right. Let the Lord bless you. Let the Lord bless you. Praise you, Father God. Hallelujah. Well, bless the name of the Lord forever.